0: NBA Jump Ball podcast, episode 14. Here we go.
1: welcome back to NBA's Jump Ball podcast. I got some bad news, breaking news that I just saw on Facebook before we logged on here. The Bulls, the Bulls have traded their second round pick for next year's draft for a player who hasn't played since 2014, Quincy Pondexter. So, welcome. Welcome to the Bulls, Quincy Pondexter. Dude, it is so hard being a Bulls fan. It is so freaking hard.
0: I think that move right there put him right at the top. They're literally the dumbest NBA franchise right now.
1: Like What are th- What are they That doing? literally makes no sense. He hasn't played since 2014.
0: What are they doing right? Like what's their plan?
1: Dude, you're asking the wrong guy. You are asking the wrong guy.
0: Let's review real quick. So, for the draft, they uh, they they traded their draft pick, right?
1: Their, their second round. And yeah, their 16th so then, pick. They traded the 16th pick, too.
0: And then they drafted uh, the kid from Oregon, right? And then basically gave him away for absolutely nothing.
1: They gave him away for $3.5 million. They just gave him away for cash.
0: Which is, to me, that's nothing. Because I think he's going to be a solid NBA player.
1: Yep, his first but, game in the Summer League, he had 11 blocks.
0: Yeah, almost had a triple-double and didn't even include points.
1: Yeah, it it is astonishing how dumb an organization can be ran like this.
0: I've said this a million times, I'm going to say it again. Just imagine if Michael Jordan did not play for the Chicago Bulls. They Deep, would have nothing. I,
1: and the thing is, like I've said before, I don't even get the – satisfaction of getting to watch jordan play i was way after jordan so literally everything i've seen from the bolts the only team that was good was the 2011 bulls and they still got their ass kicked in the conference finals to lebron in the heat
0: and it's been it's been a rough uh been a rough last 20 years for the bulls
1: i mean they've had some good it's not teams looking like, it's
0: not looking it's not looking any better either
1: yeah, that rookie team, uh, Derek Rose's rookie year where they played the Celtics in the playoffs, which was one of the best playoff series ever, was definitely a good year. But recently, it has been atrocious. It's been terrible. And,
0: and again, to me, there's just really, there's no plan. Like, you're either rebuilding or you're trying to be relevant. And to me, they're like in between that they don't have, they have no idea what to do. And it's... It's kind of embarrassing what they've been, what the moves they've made.
1: What the hell kind of sense does it make to trade draft picks when you're in a rebuilding stage? It for a, it literally a, makes for a no guy sense.
0: But like you said for a guy who hasn't played in three years and who has never really been any good,
1: <laughs> dude. It just puts me in a bad mood when I see stuff like that. It really does. So I feel I mean, for all you Chicago fans the out there.
0: I mean you know I'm a Pacers fan I mean we're not we're not going anywhere either But at least we're not making moves Like th- this is just un- un- Unheard of Like to me it's just how It's so stupid the moves they've made I, I can't explain Where they're going or why they're doing it
1: I just laugh I-, I seriously can't do anything But laugh at it But screw that we're done talking about it We'll move into our favorite number 14 Since it's our uh, 14th episode Tyler who's your favorite number 14 man
0: I'm going with Danny Green, San Antonio Spurs. He's been a good, solid NBA player. He had a he's he uh, bounced around a little bit early in his career, but found a good uh, organization and he has done has had nothing but success with the Spurs. Uh, not only is he a great three point shooter, but he's a good defender, underrated defender too. So that's he, my pick for number
1: four. He was in the summer league for a while, wasn't he? Or I mean, the D league, well, G league now, but you know what I meant.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, at the beginning of his career, I think he was, and then he was on the Cavs, I know that, and um, maybe maybe he played with another team before that, too, before the Spurs.
1: North Carolina, right? Yep, out of North Carolina. Dude, there, there's like a weird, court. there's not that many good players in the NBA from North Carolina.
0: A, a lot of them are, that are, or have been relevant, like, or that played in like the mid-2000s. Like, there hasn't really been a whole lot of relevant.
1: Harrison Barnes uh, is the only one that comes to mind.
0: Yeah, Harrison Barnes. Um, I mean, what did Marcus Page? I mean, he well, he might be something. I don't know. but um,
1: Bryce Johnson's know. on the Clippers, but I don't think he had a really good year last year.
0: He, he played in the summer league this year.
1: Yeah. But, all right, well, I guess also my number 14 is – Anthony Mason, also known as the baddest man in the in the world, I mean before he died, but uh, he was a bad man to play against. You didn't want to go up in the lane against him. Michael Jordan probably doesn't like him very much.
0: Didn't like him, but yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with him. No, have you ever heard the song "I Got a Story to Tell" by uh, Notorious B.I.G.? Yeah. Um, you know how they. He's, like, sleeping with another girl. So I'll just tell the story of what happens in the song. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. is with some girl, and um, her boyfriend's supposed to be gone. And uh, when he describes him, he says he's one of the players on the New York Knicks. And he never said who it was. But uh, I I guess this is a true story. But um, when he came home early, and Anthony or Anthony Mason, like, showed up earlier, I guess. And, um, Biggie put a, uh, scarf around his head and pulled out a gun and acted like he was robbing the place so he could escape. So, uh, uh, Mason's girlfriend didn't know it was, he, she was cheating on him. But, uh, the funny thing was it didn't break until last year who it was. Nobody really knew who the 6'6 New York Nick was, but, uh, Fat Joe and P. Diddy on, uh, Undisputed with Bonani Jones broke that it was uh they were talking about Anthony uh Mason which kind of sucks cuz now he's dead and we don't get to hear his side of the story.
0: Yeah, for for people who haven't listened to that song, go ahead and go listen to it so then you have a better idea of what we're talking about. But that's yeah. that's good. I like that.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. Um Honestly, not much going on in the NBA. Nerlens Noel signed uh, the qualifying offer. We had all that drama with the Celtics and Cavaliers trade that we'll get into. You got anything you're looking forward to in the show at all? Uh, I'm just
0: kind of look I'm just kind of wanting to hear um, what your thoughts are on what the Cavs also got in return for that that trade. To me, I don't know. I felt like they could have gotten maybe a little bit more than what they got. But I don't Smooth know. What do you the Cavs,
1: think, man? Screw the Cavs.
0: You know, you won't be saying that when LeBron's
1: gone. No, but I'm just talking about the whole trade thing. So, so for those of you who don't know, there obviously there was the trade for Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, uh, the L.A. Lakers first round pick, and that was and then that the second But I think his name got taken out. By the way, I haven't seen. I didn't see his name in the trade today when it went <laughs> official.
0: I think he was still in there. Really? Yeah. I still don't know his name, but he's a seven footer and he's twenty years old. I know that.
1: Well, anyways, so this past week the Cavs changed their mind even though they already agreed to the trade because they saw the um the hip injury for Isaiah Thomas was worse than what they thought and they like backed out of the trade and said they want more if if uh for that trade. They basically yeah. said What's wrong with game.
0: that? What? What's wrong with that?
1: Dude, they knew very damn well what it was. That sets a precedent for the entire NBA that teams are just gonna back out of trades now. To try to I don't think
0: I don't think they did know because that's a really underrated story. Like no one's really been talking about his injury. Like it's a like for people that don't know, it's a very, very serious injury. Like he had trouble walking before uh, he started doing rehab on it and everything, and he didn't—he didn't even have surgery.
1: I knew that, so you can't tell me the Cavaliers didn't know that. Going, into I mean,
0: that. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure they knew. Like he's still recovering from the injury, but the Celtics kind of—I feel like—blew blew it off a little bit, saying you know it wasn't as big as what they thought. When they knew damn well it was bigger than what they thought, and that's why I think that they ended up making this trade.
1: Well, I'm just super glad that Danny Ainge didn't budge and give them another first-round pick because that, that would have really set a bad example for what the league's going to be like in the future. They gave up a second round pick, which honestly, who who gives a shit about that when you're the when you're the Celtics and you're going to be a top two seed? I mean, I'm saying that if the Bulls no, take no, away their yeah. second round pick and I was <laughs> pissed about that, but that's because they have nothing, so that's, I'll take as many picks as I can get. Second round but, pick. <laughs> but for the Celtics to do it, it's not that big of a deal. But I'm glad. I'm really glad they didn't settle for that first round pick, and give another one away.
0: I mean, yeah, that, that's a real good move because I don't think it's going to mean anything for them. I'm saying, for the Cavs' perspective, they should have asked for more. And if they couldn't get more, then I don't, I don't know. Could, could they have like actually like took back the trade? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I would have took back that trade if I couldn't get a first round pick or Jalen Brown, I would have took it back. Because <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas isn't even going to be ready for the uh, opening night, I don't think.
1: Dude, I I think that's the most you were going to get, no matter what. It's an expiring contract for Isaiah Thomas at the end of the year. Him and Kevin Love are really good friends. Um, you you got Jay Crowder, who's one of the best contracts in the NBA. He'll be on the team the next three years, and he's very productive for his position in the NBA. And you're going to need guys like that to guard Kevin Durant. And then you also got that pick that's going to be, I think it's three, the chances of them getting it are pretty high. It's the Lakers pick if they finish between the second and the fifth, or second and fifth pick. They get that pick. Which would be, in this class, is a great, great, great asset to have.
0: Alright, well, let me just ask you this then. So, who do you think won the trade then?
1: Uh... Because I
0: think think the Celtics won the trade because, I mean, for one they got the best player, and uh, two, I don't think I mean, depending on how Isaiah's injury is, I don't think he got enough for him.
1: Oh, uh, I disagree with you on that because they're the Cavs are smart and know they're going to have to start rebuilding. Like, they're, they got players that can still play, but they also got tools so they could rebuild for the future. And yeah, I, I so I honestly that. don't I'm, see a negative to either side.
0: But I'm saying as far as, like, is winning this year, this coming year, I don't think they got better.
1: No because no. I mean
0: you got rid of Kyrie Irving, who arguably is a top two, three point guard in this league. And Isaiah, don't get me wrong, he had a great year last year, but he again, he's five eight. He was I mean, he did average twenty nine points a game, but he was the man of that team. He's known for, you know, dribbling the ball too much. He's a defensive liability. And now that he's now that now that he has his injury to him, I mean Who knows? I I, I expect him to come out, you know, whenever he is fully healthy. You know, I think he's going to be – he's still going to be a really good player. But, I don't know, as far as just winning this year, I don't think – I mean, I think their chances against Golden State, they went from losing the five games to getting swept in the finals. Yeah, but
1: they also lost in five games, and they knew they couldn't win with the roster that they had last year. So, I mean – might as well go get some assets for the future and go get Isaiah Thomas, who's an expiring contract, and then Jay Crowder is a good player. You have Derek Rose until until we, Isaiah Thomas gets back. The
0: one thing I will say, I mean, I know
1: they lost in five,
0: but so a lot of people don't. I mean, a lot of people aren't thinking about it right now. But if you just go back, if they would have won that game three, which they should have, and then they won game four. That would have been a tie, tied series at two-two. So who knows what could have happened?
1: Yeah, but, but that, yeah, that game I know, four. I know. They they set records in order to have to win. You know what I mean? I, they,
0: I know. I know. And I know they got blown out the first two games. Look, I'm not, Golden State's the better team, obviously, but I'm just saying, I still think with Kyrie, and if you just, I mean, you added Derrick Rose, if you could have maybe gone out and maybe gotten a few other good pieces while keeping the. You know LeBron, Kyrie, K. Love, just adding more to your bench. I think it could have gave you a still a better chance to win a championship against Golden State this year, this coming year.
1: Oh, I I, I totally agree that it gave them a better chance for to win this year. But I think they know that their chances of winning this year are a lot less likely than they than winning or than losing. So in that case, they're like i said they're preparing for lebron to leave
0: so here's the thing that, that i think me and you like differ the most because i feel like you not not even just talking about the Cavs. i feel like you like what well, like teams just preparing for the future which i do too but i feel like if you have the team you have in place if you have a guy like lebron who you, you know you're gonna have him this year who knows what he's gonna do after this year but I feel like if you have a a guy like that along with the guys you already have, I feel like you just need to go all in for it. Cuz if you if you did win if you did want a championship, I mean, that's pretty worth it.
1: I mean, I would they, say. I, I agree with you in some sense that I am a little bit more like I I hold back and I want to take so many risks and stuff like that, but the Cavaliers already won their championship. That's the thing to me. They already won their one championship and and you don't want to end up like the Nets, because if you watch the Nets the last like four years, they they have been absolutely horrible. And See, but
0: yeah, I know that. But the thing is, I don't think because even if they would have lost LeBron, they still would have had Kyrie. I said, and I, and I don't think Kyrie would have been wanting to leave as bad because especially if LeBron went there, and you still have Kevin Love, you could trade those guys even too to get some good assets.
1: Yeah, I. What we've seen is that Kevin Love's trade uh, is is not as valuable as what it once was. So I don't think you would have got that. To me, that... it
0: makes no sense. Like, what? why is that? To me, that doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, dude, why is I don't
1: this... get it either. I don't get it either. I think Kevin Love's a really, really, really good player. And,
0: like, he's, to me, he's a top two, if not maybe the best power forward right now. But maybe behind uh,
1: Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah. Well, it depends if you put. I mean, Anthony Davis has a four or five, but Carl Anthony. By, I was gonna say behind him, or maybe Blake Griffin, maybe, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, when Blake Griffin's healthy, he's way better than when Kevin than Kevin Love. I think.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think Kevin Love. I mean, Kevin Love. I mean, he can't shoot as good as K Love, though.
1: No, that's true. That's true. But I. But he his value's definitely diminished quite a bit since he's joined the Cavaliers. Um. Tristan Thompson will never be that good of a player when LeBron leaves. I don't think. No, I I agree. I don't think he will either. And then you just signed Jr. for four more years. You, I, I just don't see the money working out where they would uh be able to be. They'd still be a three seed for a couple of years, but then after that they'd be done.
0: Yeah, true. But again, you could tra- You could also. I mean, you could. You still had Kyrie. Well. Not anymore, obviously, but it, you would still have Kyrie. You could you could trade him even then too to get some young pieces. But I don't know. I mean, I just I felt. I mean, I feel like Boston won big time in this trade. Like, I mean, I, I would not be surprised. I I don't see him coming out of the East next year just because strictly the LeBron factor. But the next five years, that's they're going to be owning the East after this year.
1: Oh, de- de- well, them and the Wizards, but. Um, uh, I mean, you don't like the Wizards.
0: I like the Wizards, but you know it's just to me that they're just going to be are who they are. If they're going to make a splash, it would have been this year. Like they they should have beat the Celtics like this year.
1: Oh, because, I, I agree.
0: And like because now you're not going to beat the Celtics again. Like especially when you got you replace Isaiah Thomas with Kyrie Irving. I mean, you couldn't stop Isaiah. How are you going to expected to stop Kyrie?
1: <laughs> He's just
0: a bigger version of Isaiah. And um, more skill, I think.
1: Avery Bradley was definitely a big part of that series, and now that he's he, not there, he
0: was, he was. But I mean, you know, in the fourth quarter, Isaiah took over. They they, they couldn't stop him.
1: Yeah, that was because John Wall was super tired. They need a backup point guard in in Washington, like really, really bad.
0: And that's the thing we both we both agree that like they don't have a, they don't have any bench. And to me, Gortat, he was good, but I think he's just getting old now. I don't think he's as productive as he used to be, um, Kelly Oubre is the
1: only good player on their bench, I think.
0: Yeah, and and you don't really have a whole lot of spending money either because you're paying John Wall, you're paying Brad Beal, and now you're paying Otto Porter because they had to give him that big contract uh, to match it from who, who Brooklyn. Yep. Or, yep. Brooklyn. Yeah. So I mean, Otto Porter is a good player, but they're t- they're they're definitely overpaying for him big time right now.
1: Yeah, but. They were I. They got hot at the end of last year, and I think that's gonna carry over. And the, they obviously they lost to the Celtics, but I think the East has gotten a lot worse, so they're gonna have a lot more wins, which just builds confidence. I think Bradley Beal is gonna make that jump to a a star this year. Bradley Beal is a really, really, really good player.
0: That is a good point. If you remember last year in the Eastern Conference Semis, uh, well I think it was game the games it was game seven. He like he was the the absolute reason why they were even had a chance at the end of the game because he was he caught hot. Like, I mean he no one could stop him. He was hitting shots from everywhere.
1: I I honestly think he could be the best shooting guard in the in the East this year. I think I think he's better than Demar Derozan. As a lot of people would probably disagree with me on that, but I like Bradley Beal's game. He just got to stay healthy.
0: I'll give you this. I, I like Brad Beal's game better than Derozan's. As a, I mean, and I think you could be right, because I think he could have a breakout year. Um, I mean, because the one thing DeRozan can't really do, I mean, he's a heck of a player, but he can't really shoot the three ball. Yeah. As a two-guard, two that's kind of important in today's day and age.
1: That's another team that I just, like, they're just so eh to me. The, the Toronto Raptors, like, they, yeah. they're like top four team in the East, but I don't even consider them having a chance ever.
0: It, yeah, their big splash was uh, not this past year, but the year before that when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They took Cleveland to six games, I think. That's the that was the best they were going to get, I feel like. Um,
1: their biggest problem I, was keeping Valachunas and letting go Air Bismack Biombo.
0: I don't know about that. The way. Biambo played this year. But he played for
1: the Magic, dude. Anyone who plays for the Magic sucks.
0: <laughs> well, why did he go there then? <laughs> <laughs> the money, bro. I guess. Um, but, yeah, I, they're, the Wizards, I, I wouldn't put the Wizards. They're obviously better than the Raptors, but the Raptors are, I, I'm the same way. I don't think, I mean, they'll be good in the East. You know, they'll win probably, I don't know, 50 games maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, they're not gonna do anything in the postseason.
1: Like Kyle, Kyle Lowry's a good player, and Demar Derozan's a good player, but after that, they don't really have too much.
0: No, I mean, you got rid of DeMar Carroll. He wasn't the player they thought they were gonna be. I Man, right. who's, who's who's your three guy? Who's your three uh three um, guard they, now?
1: They drafted um, uh, what's his face from Indiana, um. He got oh, uh, OG? OG, yeah. He got hurt last year, but, I mean, he he has a chance to be a sleeper in, out of that draft, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's true. Real quick while we're on Indiana, I got to shout out my boy, James Blackman Jr., for getting signed with the Philadelphia 76ers out of Marion, Indiana, my hometown. So, shout out to him. I know he worked hard for it, and uh, I ha- couldn't be more happier for him.
1: I, I'm I'm happy for him too because I was really surprised he left after this year, with because he had a down year compared to the year before.
0: Well, the year before he got he was hurt most of the year. He had a really good freshman year.
1: Yeah. Okay. Two years ago.
0: Yeah. Uh. I mean, this year he, he had a good year, but because the team wasn't very good, it just it kind of went unnoticed. I mean, he averaged uh 17, 18 points a game. He uh was second I think he was second team all big ten. Uh he shot forty almost forty five percent from three this year, which is pretty good. Um and in, in his three years at IU, well basically two and a half 'cause he missed almost all of his sophomore year, he scored almost thirteen hundred points. So I mean that <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, um, that's
1: insane. Uh I I I'm assuming he just left because Crean got fired.
0: Yeah, he, well, he ended up graduating, and Kareem leaving probably didn't help either. I was kind of hoping he would maybe just go to a different school because he could have won anywhere he wanted to without any penalty. Um, Obviously,
1: but, it worked out for him.
0: Yeah, it did. Um, I, I don't think I'm not sure the contract details exactly, but I think it's a two way contract, and he's basically got a training camp invite. If he doesn't make the top fifteen, he'll just go down to the the G League team. So, I mean, either way, it's a good it's a good deal for him.
1: Yep. So, uh, congratulations to James Blackman. Uh, maybe you can come on our podcast sometime.
0: Yeah, I'll try. I'll have to try to make that happen.
1: Um. So, kind of talking about the Raptors still. Then they got Serge Ibaka at the four, which, hmm, I mean, they signed him to a pretty big contract, and I don't know, man. I just Mm. I don't yeah, like The that thing, the thing is,
0: the, yeah, the thing is, when they traded for him last year, I liked it a lot. I like, I thought they could have maybe legit competed, or not. I mean, not, I didn't think they're going to beat Cleveland, but I think I thought they could have maybe made it somewhat interesting, and that
1: they got swept, and, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they they ended up getting. I think they ended up losing every game by over fifteen or twenty points. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah. So. I mean,
1: they don't have a bench either. I mean, they have Jared Solinger who they signed to a pretty good, big contract and he just seems to keep getting hurt.
0: Right. And I mean, I don't think, I mean, DeMar Derozan's a good player, but I just don't, I mean, he's not really a good leader to me. I mean, he's never going to be, you're never going to, you know, compete for championships with him as your best player. I just don't think he has the leadership skills. I mean, Kyle Lowry, he does what he can, but I mean, he's just, he's a six foot guard. I mean, he, he does what he can. He he can't. He's not going to carry it either. So,
1: yeah, I'm with you. You know who's an interesting team um, that I think is going to be really, really, really good. I keep saying that. Really, really, really good. I need to stop doing that. Um, <laughs> you know, he's going to be pretty uh, damn good, though. Is the Bucks? I think the Bucks are going to. I was going have... to. I was going to say. I'm
0: thinking. Thinking the Bucks.
1: Yeah. I I think they'll be a top. I think they'll replace the Raptors as the four seed.
0: I could see that. They're definitely a more exciting and interesting team than the Raptors. See, like 2 years ago, the Raptors to me were pretty exciting. Now that we kind of know who they are, it's just like, eh, whatever. But the the Bucks are like new up and coming. They got some good young talent. Like them and the Sixers to me are probably the two most interesting teams, like sleeper teams in the East.
1: Oh, definitely. I agree with you 100% on that because the Bucks obviously you have an MVP candidate in Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh the Greek Freak. He's he's mm-hmm. probably top 3 favorite player of mine in the NBA and he has a chance to be the best player in the NBA in a couple of years.
0: He does. I think he could win. Uh, did you see the uh Kobe Bryant making those challenges or the Mamba challenges or whatever? Yep. On social media, you see that his he gave Greek Freak uh, he, he challenged him to be the MVP this year. So that would be not awesome. saying, he has a chance. Not saying that would happen, but I mean if Kobe Bryant thinks you can do it, I mean why couldn't you?
1: Yeah, he you have him he runs like the point forward too. He's like a three man, but he, he runs the point. I, I don't know how to explain it on here, but he's to me he's
0: like Kevin Durant except he can't shoot.
1: Yeah, he's what he's way scarier down low than Kevin Durant though.
0: Yeah but, as far as just like being a seven footer who can handle the ball,
1: he can shoot too. he's It's just just a work in progress, dude. it, it from where it started progress. to where it is now, it's improved drastically. And I think in the next couple of years it's gonna improve more.
0: yeah, he does need to keep improving because that's still to me a weakness. I mean, he he shot it okay. He's getting better, but to me if if right now if if I'm a team scouting him, I'm saying, you know, back the hell up, let him shoot it.
1: Yeah, they just play at such a fast pace that it's kind of hard to play off of him because they're, they're just running running the court. Yep. Then some other interesting pieces for them, they have Thon Maker, who had a pretty good rookie year last year. He's kind of exciting too. He's seven one, seven two.
0: I can see him being like just, you know, a factor in the middle, just pre- big presence, shot blocker, rebounder, just a force in the paint. That's what I see
1: him as. Yeah, he might be their starting center next year. I, he should be, because like,
0: I think I think they just need to put their young guys in there, just let them let them go, just roll it. That's what yeah. I think they need to do.
1: And then you have Malcolm Brogdon, who's probably going to play your point and rookie of the year last year. He he was by far the best rookie. There wasn't anywhere anyone close to him.
0: No, I mean if, maybe if Joel Embiid stayed healthy, but I mean I agree, he was he was hands down rookie of the year, like
1: no debate at all. I think he averaged fifteen and eight. Fifteen and seven, yeah. somewhere somewhere around there. Which if I need a point guard, that I I'd go with him for the future, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right now.
0: And you got Jabari. He's honestly Jabari Parker is one of my favorite players to watch. It just ah oh, just it kills me that he
1: can't ever stay healthy. He was electric before he got hurt this past year. He was he, he He's so like athletic. 75% of the balls he got. He is so
0: athletic. It's a, and it, if you just look at him, he doesn't – because he's, <clears throat> he's not quick, but he's just real smooth. Like he puts you to sleep and he just goes past you. And then he, and then before you know it, he'll rise up over you.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, he's, he's special. And I, I hope he recovers from that second ACL injury because – he is damn fun to watch.
0: He's one of my favorite players. Like I'm I used to watch him it. play
1: in high school all the time because his That's team right. won four straight state championships when he was at uh, Chicago Simeon. And um, did, did they
0: ever go to tournament of champions?
1: No, they did not go to the tournament of champions, but they were in Peoria every year, so it didn't really matter. I got who did I see him play? It was one game where he didn't play very well, but I think it was against Edwardsville. He he was in, he's incredible. He he he's massive compared to the high school players when I watched him and then in the NBA, like I said, he dunked everything and he still has a good mid-range and he'd started developing a three this year.
0: Yeah, he has a good he's always had a decent shot. He has a good touch around the rim. He kind of has he kind of had like he can't shoot it as good as Melo, but as far as like, you know, when you post up kind of the mid-range area, like his game's a little bit like that.
1: Yeah. Not as selfish though. Oh yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Like as far as no, skills, I, I I got you. And then and then their other starter out of after those four, it, he's he's a pretty damn good player too. Chris Middleton, he's he averaged. He can I shoot mean, it. He was hurt a lot last year, but before that, he was their best player on the team the year before that.
0: He's probably he's probably the best three point shooter. I'd say he can shoot it real real well.
1: Yeah, him and Brogdon can both shoot that.
0: Yeah. And we can't forget they got a top five coach, Jason Kidd. Yeah, I love I love him coaching like this team with a bunch of young guys because they can. I mean, he wasn't in the he wasn't in the. I mean, he was in the league not too long ago, so I mean, he can still relate to the players. I mean, and he's Jason Kidd. Why? I mean, why would you not listen to him? He's, you know, one of the best point guards to ever play.
1: And and they have a pretty damn good bench too. If you if you just like look at the roster, they have Greg Monroe still. Uh. I mean, he's taken that role of sixth man and he's run with it. He he basically runs that second unit from the post and I honestly don't think he minds that role.
0: No, I mean, he's getting paid real well. So I feel like as long... I mean, if the team's doing well with him come off the bench, I feel like he's fine with it because, I mean, he's still getting paid and they're competitive. So I feel like, you know, he's in a pretty good position and he's okay with it.
1: And then they have... Uh the Australian man himself, Matthew Vadova, is their backup point guard. I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of Vadova. A lot of people diss on him a lot, and he's done nothing but go out there and win and help his team get better. I was, I mean,
0: just strictly uh for a LeBron supporter, I was kinda mad the Cavs let him go.
1: Yeah, he I mean went, got paid. He I mean he got four years like fifty four million or something like that.
0: Yeah. Basically because of LeBron. But um I mean he would have I mean just imagine like him instead of Darren Williams in the finals. I mean not saying Delhi would have helped him like uh beat Golden State, but it would have gave him
1: But he can at least guard staff or Clay.
0: Yeah. And he, he's not scared of anyone.
1: Nope. Give a couple nut shots.
0: <laughs> hey, hey. We can't forget either. Two years ago, he almost was a starting point guard on a on the uh, cha- on a championship team, but they ended up losing. So, but they almost pulled it off.
1: Yeah, and then and then they had a pretty good draft pick too this year. I, I really liked where they went with the draft and DJ Wilson from Michigan. He was one of my favorite college players this year.
0: Yeah, he's a sleeper. Um, I remember watching him at Michigan because he didn't really he didn't really play a whole lot. Uh, in the beginning of the season, but like he started playing more mid-season on when b was starting to make more changes because they were kind of struggling early. But he's a long, athletic, can handle it, can shoot.
1: The Big Ten he, tournament, if, he was one of the best players in that tournament this year.
0: Yeah, he was. If he could add a little bit more weight to him, a little more muscle, he could be a real good guy coming off the bench for him.
1: Yeah. And th- so, like I was saying, that starting five is pretty damn good with so you would have Brogdon at your point, um, Middleton at your two, Antetokounmpo at your three, Parker at your four. Uh, he won't be back for a while, but I mean, eventually he'll be your four. And then you'll have Thon at your five. And then you have John Henson and Spencer Hawes. You have a, you still have some good veterans behind them too.
0: Yep, yep. I, what's your peak? Like if they have a if they have the best year they could have, then what do you think they finish? I think three at best. I mean, I don't think you can get any higher than that.
1: Now, three at best, and I think they could give a run. I think they could get it to a game seven with the Cavaliers or or the uh, Celtics. I don't Celtics. think they'll probably come out, but I think they could in that second uh, round, the uh, prelims to the semifinal or the semifinals to the conference semifinals. I think they mm-hmm. could give a run for their money to the Celtics wow. or Cavaliers because of
0: how young they are I, I I agree I don't know if I don't know about seven I'd, I'd definitely give them six but they have it, like, it depends to me it depends on how Jabari comes back
1: yeah definitely definitely a key factor
0: because cause he's a big piece like he if he went healthy he could be he could be their best player like I feel like he didn't have any injury problems even better than Greek freak
1: I don't know just about based that. on
0: that I think, he's, I think he's big time.
1: He could be a better scorer maybe, but Giannis literally does everything. He blocks, steals, all right. yeah, rebounds. Yeah, maybe
0: not a better all around, but he'd be their like leading scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I could agree with you on that. You got any other teams that you're really interested in talking about today? Uh,
0: how about Philly? Uh, they're another sleeper team to me.
1: Yeah, I, d- I definitely like Philly. I liked what they did in the offseason. Uh, I love them trading up to get Markel Fultz because I think Markel Fultz is going to be really a spectacular player and and then they went out and signed JJ Redick. I like that move for a veteran presence.
0: You call you call that one. Yeah, call, yeah. I, what happened?
1: I don't want to I don't want to say that I'm an NBA insider, but after that call, I I'm going to say I'm an NBA insider because I don't think you anyone call the Kyrie talked about trade. that. What do you call
0: Kyrie? I said, and you called the Kyrie trade to the Celtics.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I—I I heard up. that from a few people about the Celtics and and trying to get Kyrie. But I didn't hear anyone talk about JJ Reddick going to Philadelphia.
0: That is true. I didn't either. Like that was just out of nowhere. That was all you, man.
1: And he he got a big contract. I think he's getting paid like twenty three million dollars.
0: Yeah, and you knew you knew he was going to go out and get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: his time in L.A. was done. Yeah, I mean, I
0: feel like, I feel like, I mean, if he if he ends up winning a championship, then he'd be uh, he'd be obviously fine with it. But if he doesn't, I don't think that matters to him either, because yeah. I feel like his I feel like his chances. He knew that his best chance of doing that was with the Clippers when they were up against the Rockets a couple of years ago and ended up losing down when they were up three one.
1: Yeah, and then so. Who who's their three man this year? Who will who will that be? Do you have any idea?
0: Uh, I mean, I would assume Ben Simmons. I mean, oh would... yeah,
1: shit! I I completely forgot about <laughs> Ben Simmons, dude. Well, I mean, yeah, but six, I think say, I mean,
0: they're saying that he might run the point and then have Markel be the two, or or uh, just have Markel and uh, JJ Reddick be the two and three, because yeah, Simpsons, I mean, Simmons can still
1: guard the three.
0: Yeah, and he can. He's by far the best playmaker. I like, I don't care that he's never played an NBA game. I know for a fact he's has probably the best vision on the team. Yeah. And and you got oh, Embiid. If he's healthy, he could be a top three center in this league. And you got Okafor, a real good, a, who I think should be a starter, a starting center, who's a damn good, probably the best backup center in the league.
1: Dude, I am. See, that's where me and you differ. I don't think. Uh he's going to be around in the league that much longer. What? He he is terrible Wait, he's, defensively. He's
0: so he's so skilled, man. Like on the block, he's so hard to stop.
1: I agree that he's skilled offensively, but his defense is so bad. And to be an NBA center, you have to play defense.
0: Well, thank, well did you see uh I remember in the summer league, uh they were uh, they were ta- they're interviewing um the Sixers new GM. Uh, they showed a picture of Okafor, and he slimmed down a lot. And, really? I mean, obviously, you know, that could mean nothing. But, I mean, because he's lost some weight, I feel like he'll be able to move better. So that, that's that got to be a positive sign.
1: And then they went out and they signed Amir Johnson for another veteran guy. I like that signing too. And then they still have Nick Stauskas. They have TJ McConnell. Um, they
0: got Jared Bayless
1: Jared Cunningham um they have a good team I, I I do think they'll make the playoffs this year
0: they signed uh Cunningham from uh, what was his first name he played for the pelicans last year
1: no 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 uh who am I thinking of that they have that was a pretty good player for him Robert Covington that's who I'm thinking oh of.
0: Robert Co- I was thinking of Dante Cunningham yeah
1: I think he still plays for the
0: pelicans pelicans okay right Say they picked him up and uh, they'd be even, they'd be a lot better with him. But I mean, they're still going to be damn good, I think, if they can stay healthy.
1: That that I was, think. I mean, they were really, they were the worst team in the NBA like two straight years, right? Least yeah, amount of and, wins
0: ever. Yeah. But I mean, and, uh, what were they What did they win last year? I mean, they weren't the worst team in the league, but no,
1: they they had a stretch where they were actually really good last year.
0: When when Embiid was playing,
1: yep. But I that rebuild ended up turning out really well for him because now they have two number one picks, or wait, was Simmons number one? Yep. Yep. So two number one picks, and then Okafor who was number three, and then Embiid who was number three. So their the futures are looking pretty signed bright.
0: Some guys, too, you signed some guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's like your realistic prediction for them?
0: For me, their peak. So if everyone stays healthy and they play how they're supposed to play, I think they could be right there with the Bucks. But I'm gonna say their peak would be four. But realistically, I think they're gonna be five or six.
1: I think they'll this, be like this seven. year.
0: Seven. I don't. I think they're gonna be a little higher than that.
1: Seven or six would probably be my guess. What? that's a huge jump from where they've been at the la- last few years
0: yeah I mean to me I mean even if they were the eight seed if they made the playoffs that's just a, a successful year just based on how the last five years have been for them
1: yeah I couldn't I couldn't agree Hey by the way I had like uh, five or six people text me and tell me they agreed with me a hundred percent over you about the suns being better than the Lakers.
0: Well, I mean, right now, but I'm saying
1: as, you said as this the year, year goes, that the Lakers were gonna make the playoffs, bro.
0: No, 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 no. Don't say, don't give. I, I said if everything went right, I could see them possibly getting in the eight seed, but I didn't say they're hands down gonna make the playoffs. No way, I did not say that.
1: <laughs> they're they're not I've, even gonna be close to good this year.
0: I'm just saying, if Brandon Ingram is the player they think they're gonna be, he's gonna be, and if Lonzo plays well, they could be. Who knows, man? I mean, they they might make a uh, a little splash in the in this league somehow.
1: Next year, bro. Next year. I'm, I'm, I'm next big.
0: Year. I'm big on if you got young talent. I mean, it's one thing to be young, but if you have young talent, then to me that's exciting, and you got a good young coach too. Plus Magic Johnson's running the show. I know he's not playing anymore, but I mean that's. I mean things are going good for the Lakers right now.
1: I agree. I agree. I just don't think we're gonna make that. They're gonna make that step this year. And the Suns. The Suns have Eric Butzo, who's known for being the mini LeBron James. You have him on your roster, and then you have what? You never heard that? He's called Lil LeBron James. You've never heard that?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Yeah, he. He I know, really I know the exact boys. same way as LeBron, only 6'2".
0: All right, well, how about... Yeah, well, who, who by the way, they uh, shut down last year when <laughs> he was averaging 21 points a game.
1: Yeah, dude, he's, like, really, really good. He just... I mean, and you have Devin Booker, who went off for 70 points, and he's only 21 years old. I mean, he's he's yeah. going to be really good. And then Their
0: future's bright, man, yeah. but... Uh, I'll go on a limb and say this because we're talking about it. I I will say that well, – hold on. Do you do you think Phoenix will make the playoffs or no?
1: No, 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 no.
0: Okay, all right. So I'll go on a limb and say I think the Lakers will have a better record than Phoenix this year.
1: Do we want to put some – well, NAIA regulations. We can't, we can't risk yeah. him getting suspended <laughs> or anything. But we'll – but we'll uh,
0: just, just a friendly bet for now until I'm done playing.
1: Now, we'll put 25 fake dollars on it.
0: All right. All right.
1: Anything else you got to say?
0: Oh, no. I'm just ready for the season to get started, man. It's Me not too much longer. Me too. Football season's coming up.
1: Yeah, I can, I'm I'm excited for football to start. I need like as much as I love well, I don't even have cable anymore, but as much as I love watching the Cubs and stuff. I, I need something else because honestly, other than the Cubs, I don't really care about baseball that much. So,
0: I agree. And if I'm out, if I'm not watching the Cubs, I'm not really watching baseball either. And yeah. the only time I'm going to watch a full baseball game probably the rest of the year is when the Cubs uh, postseason starts.
1: I I won't say that because I watch most Cubs games, but but God dang, they've been playing good lately too.
0: Yeah, hell yeah! They're what twelve games above five hundred now. I think four games up or three games, three and a half games up now.
1: Yeah, I I saw somebody about uh at, I think it was at the All Star break say the Cubs are gonna win this division by ten games.
0: Wouldn't surprise me one bit. They're 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 playing hot at the right exact right time. Like, and they don't Rizzo, even have Wilson Rizzo's, Contreras playing
1: or John yeah, Lester.
0: Rizzo and uh and Hafson playing real real well too.
1: Yep. Yep,
0: Chris Bryant's been steady since the All Star break. I think he's still hitting around two ninety. I think.
1: Yep, Schwarber's hitting bombs.
0: Yep, I mean it's either strikeout or or the balls out of the stadium for him. But um, he's been playing. He's been playing a lot better since he got called back up.
1: Yep. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.